WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. This is Josh Wolf, and even though he's a New York Giants fan, <laughs> go ahead and listen to the Mark Aram Show. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11.07, 7 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSP. Everybody on board, low T Chuck screens the calls, Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. My last live show of the week. Go ahead and do a, uh, Friday's going to have to be a whole new best of, uh, a whole new best of. Yeah, that's fine. Because uh, <laughs> I won't be here to do uh, any recording. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, you got an hour, 53 minutes left of me. For the week, but I'll be on Atlanta's Morning News tomorrow, of course, with Scott Slate starting at 4.30 a.m. We are previewing tomorrow's debate, the third and final, thank the Lord, presidential debate <laughs> between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Your advice to either candidate, and we told you about the surprise guests in the audience for tomorrow's debate, uh, moderated by Chris Wallace, first time ever. A Fox uh, news person has moderated presidential debate. Interesting. I did not know that. Just to show you the the uh, the influence that Fox News now has uh, on mainstream media. Um, any advice to the candidates? And the, the guests will be Mark Cuban, was invited by Hillary Clinton, and the mother of a Benghazi victim was invited by Donald Trump, and the, the mother of all debate guests, Barack Obama's half-brother, who is supporting Donald Trump? That's the greatest thing I've I've heard. He's all not day. even running, and they can bring this half problem. You know, it's that's, so weird. That is that's Trump at his best. That's like it is a real life troll. Yeah, it like, is absolutely. He took Twitter trolling to real yeah. life, and that's what that is. The only thing worse, uh, better would have been like bringing Hillary's uh, high school boyfriend or something that yeah. broke up with her in 1962 <laughs> or something. You know, like that she still hasn't gotten over. That would have been the only thing uh, better. So uh, who would you like to see as a surprise guest in the audience and uh, any advice for the candidates tomorrow? 404-872-0750, wsb talk Donna is in Atlanta. Donna, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi, Mark. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Likewise. I listen to you most often coming home from the gym at night and actually take late classes so that I can listen to you guys and your banter back and forth. Oh. Yeah. What do you do? Really Let me ask I... you a personal question. What do you do at the gym? Are you doing... Uh, uh, cardio, free weights, what do you do at the gym? Uh, okay. Well, Monday I do boot camp. On Tuesday I do Zumba. On Wednesday I do kickbox uh, cardio. And then on Thursdays I do uh, just basic body works and abs. Wow, that's impressive. And you keep, that, that, I'm assuming the different thing every night keeps it fresh and keeps you interested. 
every night it's a different kind of workout. You're right, right. So when, when we get to my age, it takes a lot more work to keep in shape than it did back when I was younger. Longoria, I've been trying to get Longoria to take Zumba classes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, oh well, look, look at this. I've got an LA Fitness three day pass. He can go with me. Boom! There you go, Longo. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't last two minutes in that. <laughs> I want to see you do Zumba. Oh my gosh, you want to see me die? Is what you want to see me? I would never get through that. Class. All right, I'm sorry, Donna, to uh, get in your personal life, but uh, what, what would you like to talk about? Well, um, I really don't really have a guest um, option there, but I would like to offer just something I think that um, that Donald Trump needs to do. Uh, I went to one of his um, rallies in Atlanta way back when, and I really was just, I'd never been to one before, and I really just kind of wanted to see if I could connect to the whole thing. And, and, and one thing that he did, and it was a very momentary thing, but I think that it would be really great if he did this again tomorrow night, is there was a moment when he just put both of his hands on either side of the podium and leaned across, and it kind of had like a Rhett Butler kind of scowl look, you know, or a Clint Eastwood kind of look. And he just really connected with the crowd in a moment, and there was like dead silence, and everyone wanted to see what he was going to say next. And it was basically, I just want this. I just want to see if I can make a difference. You know, why not me? Pick me. Get behind me. See what I can do. You know, I can't really be much worse. And, you know, and, and <laughs> I, don't, he, I don't think you should say that. I don't think you should I know, say that. But, but if you just give me a chance, you know, I want this. I don't have to do this. I don't need to do this. But I really want this. And I think if somehow he just kind of looked into the camera and just connected with the audience, whether there or over the media, and just I think that that might make a difference in people who are on the fence and can't make a decision. I think that's a great idea. I just don't know if if uh, Donald Trump can humble himself to that level. You know, know what I'm saying? I know, I know, and and and, and I work in education. I work in the field where it's practically everyone's liberal, so I have to be really, really careful with what I say and what I do, but um, I, you know, and I'm, it's a female thing, too, and you think you're a female, how can you not, you know, be for him, but I just think he has something to offer that we really just haven't tapped in yet, and I just want change. And I, Well, I, I, I think what does favor or helps him tomorrow Correct me if I'm wrong, Chuck, but they're going back to the normal stand behind the podium kind of debate. Yeah, they only did the one uh, town hall, town kind of, hall which really wasn't even a town debate. hall. But yeah, I think this no. helps him to be at the podium and and standing there. I think that it, it, it he it's just better. He was not a little awkward. It, it was you know listening to it. He won that, that second debate. Yeah. Watching it, it was hard to get past his weird demeanor. Yeah. The milling around, the standing behind. He didn't know what to do with himself. When when they were asking questions, yeah. he never engaged the audience yeah. member. He was looked down and walk away. Like think, it was just, it's not yeah. his. I think I think it'll help him tomorrow yeah, that he's back be behind the podium, just standing there. Dave's in Kennesaw. Dave, welcome to the program, yeah, sir. Hey, don't forget, Preach, brother. Welks, man. Were you at the drive-through? No, I was sitting here talking with a friend of mine on the balcony. Oh, very nice. Enjoying the sixty-nine degree weather in Kennesaw. Absolutely, we are. We're both sitting there, sitting here listening to you, having a glass of wine, and smoking a stogie. So Excellent. Living the dream, my friend. Absolutely. As far as the two things that Trump needs to focus on, he needs to really hammer on the debt and Obamacare. And as far as guests that he could have in the audience, I would love to see him have Jennifer Flowers and the Arkansas State Troopers that know everything about what happened when Bill was governor. That would be tough to track down, I would imagine. <laughs> I think... And uh, and I don't think the, would the audience know though. That's the question. So you can't. Well, they know. They would know Jennifer Flowers. Yeah, that would know Jennifer Flowers. Well but Arkansas State Troopers. Like I don't the guy think. Said before. 
I'm try- ah, man, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I mean, at this point, seriously, Trump's got to pull out all the stops. The one thing he definitely does not need to do, and this is the one piece of advice I would give him, he needs to stop with the whole, the elections are rigged. He does not need to say that anymore whatsoever. Yeah. He just needs to go with the flow and focus on the issues, especially, like I said, the, the $20 trillion in debt and Obamacare, and, and that, that'll win him a good amount of points, in my opinion. See, what's, what's amazing, if you look at the, the polling ebbs and flows, Donald Trump made this a close race when he actually when he hired what's her name Kellyanne uh, Conway. Conway yeah Marco and he, Rubio or and he made Cruz's the he made the pivot yeah he made the pivot and was acting presidential was reading off of the teleprompters was staying focused and now he's lost control and and unshackled Trump is not going to win over undecided voters nah. it's all he's doing now is energizing his base which can be fine. If you have need to do that, yeah. If you have a lead and you want to energize, that's fine. But he's he's in the hole and he needs to yeah. to sway some voters. And unshackled Trump is not swaying voters right now. Yeah. Well, problem is, like Bill has said before, when you've had him on, and I'm sure he'll be part of the roundtable tomorrow. I hope is that you know because he's had experience with Trump before. Is you know Trump does not do a very good job of listening to his advisors and following their advice. Unfortunately. Yeah. Longoria's the same way. <laughs> I don't listen to anybody. <laughs> he doesn't listen to his advisors or anything. It's crazy. Well, listen, uh, Dave, I will miss you the next three nights. Uh, d- dude, I'm already in withdrawal. Don't remind me. Well, you can. Uh, the, the podcasts are available on iTunes. Oh. Oh, ooh, did I hang up on him? I'm sorry, Dave. I didn't mean to hang up on you. Podcasts are available on iTunes. <laughs> and I just listened to uh, when I was uh, in Connecticut. I listened to uh, an old podcast. Who does the podcast? Alan Hunt. He does them in the morning. Yeah. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah. So they're up. Uh, so tonight show will be up tomorrow at like five a.m., which I think is pretty cool. That's get, very nice. Because this, I mean, listen, this time slot is tough. Yeah. For people with real normal lives to listen. But, <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Billy does not have a real normal life. He is listening and calling and on the Mark Aram show. Hello, Billy. Hey, how are y'all? What's going on, sir? Hey, not much. I'm I'm deplorable, Billy. I just want to let you. Know. Deplorable, Billy. How are you, buddy? Hey, good. How are y'all doing? Excellent. Any advice hey, for uh, the uh, candidates tomorrow? Well, I mean, Trump needs to be somehow, and I don't—I don't think he has it in him, but some kind of have some kind of emotion. I mean, as far as what the besides the normal the topics, the economy, all that stuff, but just be sincere and show emotion about wanting to give back to the country and stuff like that. But as far as a surprise guest, mm-hmm. okay, I mean, nobody should know about it, but I think they should walk walk Bill Cosby in there. Eating a, po- uh, a yellow pudding <laughs> pop and give Bill Clinton a high five. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know I mean, if that would help Trump or hurt Trump, but well, I know, right? Well, but see, at least Bill has been—it's uh, been proven on him. So. Yeah. Well, oh, you talk about—I mean, I think in twenty years, people are going to look back and go, "Bill Cosby was perhaps the most beloved." person in america oh he was like america's dad america's dad when he was on when he had the cosby show and then this and yeah it's hard to look at him now you know yeah. even with it's with like that father supposedly from seven heaven I've, and, I, and you know every friday oh, yeah he turned out day. to be a, yeah but I'll, I'll, 
much smaller scale. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, name, he, name the guy, name the actor's name. I yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't name his name. So I, I interview these comedians every Friday, and a lot of times I'll ask them early influences. And it used to be, oh, Bill Cosby, Bill. No one say mention him anymore. And I saw him at the Cobb Galleria Center a few years ago. Um, and I didn't expect, I was, I'd never seen him in, in concert before. I was like, I have to go see Bill Cosby before I, before he's gone. And I went and I had really low expectations and he was amazing. Yeah. He did two and a half hours. They looked down at his watch. He's like, oh man, I was supposed to be done an hour ago. He, it was, uh, it was, he was so good. Yeah. And then all this stuff broke and it was like, ah, oh, Bill. It, it, it stinks, but it's, look, to me. It's the same thing as the Michael Jackson effect. Yeah. Ah, the guy was an amazing yeah. talent. Was he creepy and weird? Yeah. 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 Did he do some things? Probably. Yeah. But, but the, it, like, I have to separate the sure. what they did personally. Which is why still I still appreciate what they did professionally. Why I still love Mel Gibson movies. Oh, my God. I saw, <laughs> I finally saw the trailer to Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, that looks good. Really? Yeah, it looks right. really good. I need to check that out. What's coming up? There's a movie uh, debuting this weekend that I want to see. Oh, the new Jack Reacher. Ah, did you watch the first one? I loved the. first I thought it was great. One. Yeah, I never was like, heard about the first one, but that looks pretty good. A, like, just, just I don't like dude. Tom Cruise's movies, but I would go see that. Jack Reacher. It's good. Was really good. I'd go check. And that I'm out. excited. I haven't been to the actual movies movies in months. I might go see uh, this in the in the in the movie theater. It's a good action. It's a good dude movie. Yeah. It's just a good action movie, well written and. Tom Cruise plays a pretty good badass. Yeah, he was. He really does. All right, we're going to come back. More of your calls. Uh, Vic, Vince, Bill, Eddie, Marie, and Ben. Not necessarily in that order. Your calls. Johnny Kielbasa joins us next half hour. The Fast Food Review as well. I tweeted out a picture of that uh, 14-pound lobster. If you want to take a look at it on Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I love that jingle. North Georgia replacement windows, yeah. It's a catchy little thing. It is. I sing it. I sing it in the traffic center all the time to Ashley. North Georgia <laughs> sure <loves> replacement <laughs> windows, yeah. The problem is. It's not a problem, I guess, but I listen to the, um, I work so much that I listen to the station so much that these things just they just stick in your head. They're in my head forever. And the joke is, Ashley and I have in the mornings that we're going to be in an old age home and just just repeating old, old jingles, yeah. singing old commercials. I'm Bettina Davies. I'm Bettina Davies, <laughs> and just singing, uh, just singing the jingles. Uh. What's the uh, what's the? There's another good one. Oh, Aquaguard. The best for being better. <laughs> Aquaguard. That makes no sense to me. No, it doesn't. The best for being better. What? Yeah. It's Aquaguard. I guess they're the I best. love Aquaguard. They're the best. For being better. And the jingle stuck in my head. And That's the point. It's not, it doesn't have to make sense. No. It just has to sense. stick with you. You know what it is. Can we that be the Mark Aram show? The Mark Aram show. Best yeah, for being better. Yeah, we need a jingle. Better. That's just a lie. Low T Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's too. <laughs> anyway, that's a little insight into my demented mind. Uh, Vic is in Conyers. Vic, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm enjoying a good cigar, listening to a very entertaining show. What kind of what kind of stogie are you uh, puffing on, my friend? I am uh, smoking a black. Car-
Crown Churchill with about two inches left. Ooh, that's a Churchill, by the way, that Chuck, that's a long cigar. So he's been puffing on that daddy for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Low T is a more Robusto kind of guy, if you know what I mean, Vic. Oh, this this is a Maduro. This will this will turn your hair white. Yeah. <laughs> thank, God, thank God, mine's already white. There you go. There you go. Damage, you know? uh, so, uh, previewing the debate tomorrow, what what uh, advice do you have for the candidates, or what guests do you want to see in the audience? Well, uh, my advice is that uh, Mr. Trump should look as humbly as he can into the uh, right into the camera mm-hmm. and say. Forget about personalities. This is not about him or Hillary. This is about the future of this country. Mm -hmm. And if you are unhappy with the way this country is going and has been going for the last 30 years, Mm -hmm. this is your opportunity to get an outsider in who is not part of the political establishment. He needs to stress that he has not got a single fingerprint on what's supposedly, in my opinion, gone wrong with this country for the last 30 years. And he needs to look into the audience, look into the camera, and say, give me a chance. I'm not your typical politician. I'm not a politician. I had to don a politician suit to get this far, but I am a businessman. This country is thirty trillion dollars in debt. Do you know what? Do you know? What I think it hurts him in retrospect, Vic. And I think that's. I think that's a very good point. It's. It's uh, human nature to fear the unknown, right? I mean, that's just. That's since we were. Way back when, prehistoric man, we fear the unknown. We all know, I think, to a, a man, woman, and child, what we're going to get with Hillary Clinton. We know what we're getting. 100%. I think there's a level of fear, even with Trump supporters, yes. not really sure what we would get with a Trump presidency. And I think that hurts him. And I think he needs to address that, calm some of the fears that undecided voters might have about what a Trump presidency could mean. We'll come back with more of your calls. Great calls, by the way. Keep them up. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever and wherever there is. severe weather. A traffic red alert. Or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center. Will break in. Depend on it. This is Henry Winkler. How are you? And you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. How lucky are you? He packed in the animals two by two, ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight, I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the bus, Jeff and him, tell me I've got a master plan. Oh, my Lord, Lord, Lord. Welcome back to the show, Ken. 37, 23 in front of 11. Mark Aram with you till midnight. Hey, it's 68 degrees on Peachtree Street. The thermometer does work. Johnny Cabasa straight ahead with a fast food review. Taking your calls, previewing tomorrow's debate, the third and thankfully final presidential debate uh, heard here live on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Any advice you'd like to give to the candidates prior to the debate and uh, any surprise guests you'd like to see in the audience. Eddie joins us in Milton. Eddie, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark, how's it going? What's going on, Eddie? Hey, a couple of quick things. I got a couple of observations about uh, about your two bananas there with you. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I, I've been listening a lot to uh, Brad Nitz, and I think, I think he sounds a lot like Low-T. Interesting. Yeah, and, and then Longoria, there's a commercial on WSB. It's about a Hardy dealership. The Hardy Boys. 
Yeah, the Hardy Boys. And, and you know, Dad's driving down the road in his car. Yeah. Talking to his son. I think Longoria sounds just like him. That's my buddy Corey. That's the dad in that ad. My buddy Corey. He's ah. a great dude. Um, who's Longoria talking to? What's going on over there? I don't know. Somebody called on the hotline, and so we had to deal with it. I'm not sure what's going on. All right. I want to. Uh, so I'm going to test your theory out, Eddie. You ready? Yeah. I'm going to try to play a Brad Nitz forecast, and then we're going to have Chuck <laughs> talk about it and see uh, mimic it and see if they sound alike. Do you think you sound like Brad Nitz, Chuck? No, I don't sound anything like Brad Nitz. Are you sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's today? Tuesday. Yes. Um, uh, let's see. Weather for Tuesday. Let's see. I'm trying to find a recorded Brad Nitz. Um, I don't know where these things are, to be honest with you. Let's see. Because he records the weather and then puts it in, um... Is it a news boss? Yeah, I'm looking at news boss right now. This is really great radio right now that I can't find the, uh... Longoria, you still on the phone? He's still on yeah. the phone. No, he's yeah, I'm, I, I was going to. I was going to mention two other things while you're looking. Real yeah, quick. go ahead. So, so I think Trump should get with the producers of that movie, uh, Meet the Fockers, okay, and get a dose of that truth serum, and right before the debate, inject Hillary with that, and I think it'd be all over. I w I thought about um, the fact that. Uh, you know, everyone's accusing everyone of lying. Exactly. Why not? Uh, let's let's get a truth detector, a lie detector test on these on these guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. All right, right. here's Brad Nitz's weather. I found one. Oh, now it's an error. I can't play it. Son of a gun, Andrew. Yes, yeah, sorry, I was on with Veronica Waters. How's she doing? She all right? She's doing she all right. Feel she, better? Yeah, she just had something. I need to put in wide over it for her. All right. Um, Do you got anything from Brad Nitz on your end that you can play? Uh, let me see if, if I can get into news boss real quick. All right, I can't play. Well, I'm, I'm everything's everything's jacked up here. Eddie, I'll try to play some Brad Nitz, and we'll see if uh, Low T sounds like him. Bill's in Lilburn. Bill, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. You know, I used to live in Park Ridge, Illinois, when mm -hmm. I was small. Yeah. And who was my babysitter? In Illinois. Better look it up. Where did the Rodhams come from? Really? Oh yeah. So who was your babysitter? Hillary. No. You got some Benjamins in your pocket? Really? Your babysitter was Hillary Clinton? Yes. Hillary Rodham back then? Yes. And what was that like? It was terrible. Because <laughs> I could kill time, and she made me go to bed an hour early. I came out in the house, <laughs> and uh, she had her boyfriend, and you wanted to know where he lived. He lived next door to us. Wow. I can give you the address. I don't, not on the air. Uh, so, the air, so how old were you, and how old was she when she was babysitting for you? She was older and had see memories grind into your head. Yeah, I was like five. Uh huh. And then my dad got transferred, so I've been down here fifty-two years. Yeah. But anyway, um, so when did like, when did you well, first realize? Hold on, hold on a second. When did you first realize? That uh, Hillary Clinton was your former babysitter when mm, when uh, Bill Clinton was president. Me. Because my back when uh, Hillary first ran against Barack Obama. Yeah. Okay. Mom goes, oh, well, I'll vote for the old gal, and then they used to get Christmas cards and all that from them. No kidding. And um, my oldest brother, I'm one of five. Okay. Uh huh. 
they used to throw water balloons at her and uh, her boyfriend that lived next door. Wow, <laughs> that's uh, that's some interesting stuff. I, I, I'm gonna cut her slack. I was a horrible babysitter too. I, I was a really bad babysitter. I hated babysitting. I found Brad Nitz if you need to play. I found Brad Nitz before you. Okay. Okay, so you, you get star of the show. You got to turn me up, though. Okay, go ahead. I'm Channel 2 Action News, but I'll just Brad Nitz. All right, say that, Chuck. <laughs> what did he say? He I'm Channel so- 2 Action News Meteorologist Brad Nitz. I'm Channel 2 Action News Meteorologist Brad Nitz. I'm Channel 2 Action News Meteorologist Brad Nitz. Say yeah, Brad Nitz is a little I bit s- more exciting. Yeah, if I, say- yeah, if I spoke faster and a little bit more nasally, I think I could do it. But- I'm Channel 2 Action News Meteorologist Brad Nitz with Atlanta's most accurate and dependable weather forecast. Say that with Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast. Gee, many Christmas with Atlanta's <laughs> most accurate and dependable forecast. Yeah, I can see there's a similarity. Maybe a there. little bit, but you're nah. both you're both skating with Adam's apples. Well, <laughs> I'll give it that. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have the uh, the low T beard, which is coming no. in nicely, by the way. No, I'm very thick, stitchy. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred at WSB Talk. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know. Johnny Kielbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the taking. I'm covered with pimento cheese, and I aim to pimento, please. <laughs> uh, what's on the menu tonight, my friend? Well, we got something new, something old, something borrowed, and something blue, I think. Okay. Uh, back over to uh, Burger King. Got something that looks uh, scarily familiar, but it's something they, uh, you know, they, they pretty much get a new sandwich, slap the name King on it, and do whatever they want to with it. Fish King, ba- something whatever King. <laughs> and now they got the bacon, the big King. They got the bacon King now. Oh, I saw a commercial for that watching football on Sunday. That looked yeah. really good. And I don't eat it's meat a, or bacon. Yeah, it's a couple, a couple big patties, a couple slices of cheese, mayo, bacon, and it looks eerily similar to another fast food titan of sandwiches. The Baconator. And, uh, namely, the Baconator. Yeah, yeah so, that, exactly um, right. Yeah, so a couple, you know, a lot of similarities. They don't go with the Whopper patties, although you could get an upgrade if you had to. But mm-hmm. they're quarter pound. They're calling them the quarter pound patties. And then two slices of cheese. And they, they, don't, they don't come with the, the, the six. They don't call it six slices of bacon that they put on the Bacon King is like they put on the Baconator, but they put a, a hearty amount of bacon. A lot of bacon. And the commercial yeah, looked like a bacon. lot of bacon. Yeah, and oddly enough, it, it, it's funny thing, I, you know, I go bun-to-bun analyses on these things for you every week uh, on Atlanta's most dependable uh, fast food review. <laughs> yes. Um, the, uh, one notable difference is the Baconator goes from bottom to top. It goes bun cheese, patty cheese, Bacon patty, bacon mayo, bun. bun Whereas correct. Yeah, the bacon king moves their cheese up a story from bottom to top. They go bun patty cheese, patty cheese bacon mayo bun. For those of you keeping score, and all the bacon is on top on the on the BK on the bacon king or whatever they call it. All the bacon's on top, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Burger King's not paying much attention to their bottom. To their bottom bun, yeah, which I thought was was interesting enough, <laughs> you know, because when, when they don't pay attention to the bottom bun, you can pretty much open up the bottom, open up the window in your car, and pitch the bottom bun 
out the door if they're not going to put any cheese on it because it's really not doing you any good. Just flip it over. There's one that way. There's one fast food up. establishment. So normally, if you go to uh, any place, not necessarily fast food, but any place that serves a burger, from the bottom up, as Johnny says, they go right. bun, burger, cheese, lettuce, tomato, onions, mayo, bun. Right. Right. All the vegetation is on top of the burger. I think it's yeah. Checkers that puts the vegetation on the bottom of the burger. So the burger is the first thing that hits the roof of your mouth when you, when you chew into it, and the vegetation is hitting your tongue. You know what I'm saying? I think it's Checkers. One of them does it backwards. They have the vegetation on the bottom. Yeah, and I, I think that uh, it kind of sacrifices some crispiness. It tends to wilt if you're going to put that bun heat on the bottom of it. I guess it really doesn't matter that much if you're yeah. making it and eating it within five minutes. But, yeah, the Baconator has cheese on the bottom bun, whereas I don't think anything a Burger King has cheese on the bottom bun. No, that's what we're rendering it useless. That's a, that's, that's a, uh, a unicorn in the fast food world where you don't have <laughs> a che- we have cheese on the bottom bun. Demand cheese on your bottom bun. Absolutely. The make this make America great again and demand cheese on the bottom bun. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get those Tuesday. You guys down bacon sure. bacon kings? Yeah, I'm better. Be better than those pimento things. No, well, they were all right. They were okay. Yeah, I got the pimento weird pimento cheese sounds weird. chicken quesadilla today from Willie's. Yeah. Longoria passed. He didn't want one, and it was all right. It came with a side of uh, what kind of jelly was that on the side? Some sort of. Uh, jalapeno, jalapeno, jelly, jalapeno, jalapeno, jelly. jalapeno jelly, but it was all right. It was. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I yeah. wouldn't order it again on my own. But it, it was. You know fine. they they call they call pimento cheese the caviar of the south. Did you know that? I do now. That's awesome. Yeah, they do. Yeah, caviar of the sizzle. All right, Johnny, you're off on Thursday. Enjoy your vacation. Thanks. Hey, I got a brand new podcast for everybody on JohnnyKobalta.com. What's What's the podcast called? This one. This one is number twelve. Sausage Hut. 15. <laughs> about the dead hand umpire. Sausage Hut 15. Podcast available on iTunes at johnnykilbasa.com and uh, browse the Johnny Kilbasa store. I still have to order those uh, t shirts for everybody. So I will do <laughs> they're, that. They're waiting for you. I will do that. Triple X. We need triple X's, though. You got them? I got. What, are you kidding? <laughs> they only come in triple X. <laughs> That's all they come in. <laughs> all right, Johnny K. We appreciate you as always. And. It's the cholesterol. Hi, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter and check me out on Johnny Kibasa.com. On Twitter, at Johnny Kibasa. Appreciate you, bruh. It's that, bruh. All right, Johnny K, the Bacon King. It looked really good. We're going to try to get as many calls in as we can. I have some tickets to give away as well, so hang tight. Just another day on the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Final segment of the show, 11.53. Marie joins us on the program. Hello, Marie. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Any Um, advice for the candidates tomorrow? Well, for Mr. Trump, I guess we're all saying Mr. Trump. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would say the three C's. Calm, cool, and collected. I agree. I agree. He's got to stay calm. He's got to look. This is his last chance in front of a national audience to be very presidential, and he needs to seize that opportunity. Ben's in Atlanta. Ben, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, Ben? Not much. I don't know if you remember, but uh, I was the guy a long time ago that suggested uh, he run with Al Gore. (laughs) I I vaguely remember that, yes. Yeah. So uh, I got a suggestion. Why don't 
he had a bunch of people come in wearing Guy Harvey masks. Kind of intimidated. I had a lot of people saying the Vince Foster lookalikes should be sitting uh, sprinkled throughout the uh, audience. John's in Athens. John, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? What up, John? I think the biggest thing that Trump needs to do is show empathy. I don't know if you remember the 92 uh, town hall with George Bush Sr. Mm-hmm. when he was asked, uh, how has the, uh, the economy, economy impacted and the, you? Uh, and the uh, debt affected him? And he, right before that question, he was looking down at his watch. Yeah. And he kind of like stumbled on that question and you know, Bill Clinton was so smooth, and and he really looked her in the eye, and you know, yeah. felt like he was compassionate. That personal really touch about her. Yeah, that's really what that's what Trump needs. The, the personal touch would help in the final one. Sure. Tom's in Ohio. Tom, you're on the Mark Aram show. Yeah. Hey. Hi. How are you? What's up, Tommy? Uh, hey. I hope to get this in. So first off, I would have Darren Wilson in the audience if I was uh, Mr. Trump. Okay. Yeah. He. he uh, it's, it's that's the officer from St. Louis, right? I believe so. Yes. So uh, and then I would uh, I would like stay focused on like just recapping what's what we've been through since uh, Obama was elected from him first starting out with hey it's elections have consequences Republicans get in the back through just all the major things that have happened along the way and uh, just keep pointing them out time after time in like. Do we want this to continue? See, it's a slippery slope because a lot of people obviously don't want uh, another four years of an Obama administration. But a lot of the country, if you ask them if they're better off now than they were eight years ago, a lot of people are going to say, yes, the economy is better. Unemployment is down. So that's a that's a, a tough corner to paint yourself in is to say, well, do you want another four years of economic growth? I mean, it's not been huge growth, but it's, you know, remember in 2007, we were on the, the brink of, of Longoria moving back to Mexico for financial reasons. Oh, yeah. Us moving to Mexico. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joseph, real quick. Uh, actually, Joseph, I can't. I don't have time for your call, but I can give you some tickets if you want. Oh, that'd be all right. Yeah. All right. Um, you ready? Um, yeah, sure. How about a pair of tickets to see Don Henley in concert? Oh, wow. Is that cool? Oh, yeah. That's cool. All right. Hang on. I'm going to get some info. You've won a pair of tickets to see Don Henley in concert Sunday, January 22nd at the Fox Theater of all places, produced by Live Nation. So, congratulations, Joseph. Thank you, brother. All right. Let's do uh, Star of the Show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Uh, I got nothing. You guys got anything? Manville Johnson. Manville, Manville came, back. Yeah, he came back. Manville Johnson, Star of the Show. Kara Wilson came in second. You came in second for Star of the Show. Uh, I'm off the rest of the week, but uh, I'll be uh, active on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, and Instagram Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.